You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Do you feel like life sometimes lost its sparkle? I know I sometimes do. And in fact, I have been having a very unsparkly time in 2021, if I can be brutally honest with you guys. But you know who's been a beacon of light for me in business and life this year? Christy Gray. Christy and I had a mutual following of each other for some time. And then whammo, when the universe lit its fire to say these two need to become friends, it thrust us together. And well, now KG, she can't get rid of me. Christy is an all-round hype girl. She is a life strategist and astrologer and is all about inspiring you to take the steps you need to master confidence, gain clarity, and transform your lifestyle. What I love about Christy's story is that she actually tried to resist her niche of astrology for a while, which is ironic as that's what she's known for now and people love her for it. But once she owned it and owned her calling and stepped into that person, she realized that the thing that she was resisting was the thing that she needed to do. And wow, did things then start happening for her. So while this is, yes, a chat about astrology and business, there's lots of deepness in there about the energetics of building a life and business that is truly what you dream of. It's also a great story of how owning who you truly are allows you to become the person you were born to be. I have also been working with Christy this year in her astro strategy mentoring, and we've been working together for about the last six months now, and I love it. I have always had a keen interest in the stars and the moon, but if I can be honest, astrology pretty much confuses the heck out of me. So having Christy there to make sense of it all has been pretty incredible. And for her to show me what's going on in my stars has been super cool. The thing that I love the most about Christy is that while she gets so deep and geeks out on astrology and stars and moon and all the things that are going on in the universe, she actually applies it really practically to your life. And as you know, I'm a huge advocate for having that blend of woo and practicality. And I feel like Christy totally brings that to astrology. Plus, we also get to hang out online and shoot the breeze once a quarter, which is kind of like one of my favorite things to do. So you know the drill, guys. If you want to connect with this awesome woman, you just need to head over to the show notes for today's episode at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 80. And now I'm going to hand over to this episode. It is a wild and magic ride, and I know you will enjoy. All right. Welcome, Christy, to today's episode of the podcast. I, I mean, I say this about most of my guests that I'm super excited to have them here, but I am thrilled, if there's a better word, thrilled to have you here today. Um, not only because I love this topic for a number of reasons. One, I am not the expert in astrology, so but I love hearing about it. And two, um, we've been working together doing astro strategy with me for the first 
uh, for, we did like it's a whole year, but we've done our first two quarters and we've gotten to know each other quite well in that time. So um, it's really excited to have you on. So I'd love you, first of all, I'll shoot it straight over to you to introduce yourself to everyone and tell them a bit about you and your biz. Yeah. Oh, I, first up, I have just loved getting to know you like over the last few months. It's been so rad because we kind of crossed paths um, a couple of years ago, I think. And then um, I've now actually had the opportunity to get to know you and just, I love what you do. And also I love that you're super real and authentic because that's like how I jam. And so when we connect, I'm like, I can see that you're soaking up astrology and you're implementing it, which is awesome. But I'm just like, I just vibe with Stacey. She's just rad. And yeah, so you were going to be my friend. So <laughs> I didn't know if you knew that at the time, but I was like, she's going to be my friend. <laughs> oh my God. And the feeling was like totally neutral. So I was like, I'm totally here for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I rock. But um, yeah, so I'm Christy. I'm a life strategist and an astrologer. And um, I am super passionate about working with women specifically um, and helping them to be more confident in where they're at. I've kind of found myself working more in 2021 with business owners, which I've loved um, as a fellow business owner too. Um, But I love using astrology to give people insights into who they are, help them to radically accept who they are and also give people, I suppose, some insights into what may be on the horizon for them. I think that's really important. I always say that who I work with, the including myself, I don't want to say this is just my client's number one problem because I think it's mine too. It's normally uncertainty. Might be uncertainty about where you're at. You might be um, taking a pivot in your life, whether it's personal, professional. And not that I think I can give you certainty, but I think using astrology, I can give you a little bit of hope. And when you have hope and validation, it creates certainty. And so that's a little bit about me and what I do. And I try to What I do is I love using the ancient wisdom of astrology, blending it with philosophy and anchoring it in psychology. And they're like my winning trifecta for what I do in my life, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I love that. And I think the thing for me that stood out when I was like, yep, I'm definitely going to work with her was I just love the astro strategy. Like I'm all about strategy. And while I love my woo-woo stuff, I'm also all about practicality at the same time. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. It's an actual blend of, um, you know, both of those things, which which I absolutely adore. And um, I remember when I first touched base with you, one of the things I said was I'd, and I know there's a lot of business owners feel this way, is I had done a lot of practical work in terms of like masterminds and action taking and lots of practical work. And I'd kind of gotten to a point, it was like, yeah, I know what I need to do. I needed that more like energetic vibe, you know, of where's things going. And I guess, you know, that whole uncertainty thing you were talking about is um, we've had such uncertain times (laughs) in the last 12 to 18 months. And certainty is, it's one of our core human needs. So it's only natural in a, in a, in a time period of the world where we've been placed with so much uncertainty on our lap, like in uncertainty in our laps that we weren't ready for. And I mean, sometimes we don't even know if we can plan to travel anywhere still sometimes, like everything's still so uncertain. Um, so 
it's it's so many people I feel it's are really turning towards you know turning towards other things to find you know a little bit of certainty in their life and a little bit of validation and yeah. a bit of permission slip to do things that they want to do and yeah. realize their true potential you know all that sort of stuff Mm, like I say with anybody that I work with um, or even like friends, right? Because this is a beautiful thing when a friend has an astrologer as a friend, <laughs> they like feel like they can have the I can only imagine onto. those conversations. Oh, I'd get lost. I'd be five minutes in. I'd be like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty wild some of the convos I have and it's cool because like some of my friends are super schooled on astrology and they're pretty clued on and others aren't and that's okay because I think that you don't have to know like astrology is like learning a language it's like I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed by it because they look at their natal chart or they like might download the CoStar app and then they're like what is this houses planets what does mercury have to do with this and that's the thing it's like if you learn a language I was shit at school like I tried to learn French for a year and I was terrible but astrology is the same thing is like you have to be really enamored by it to keep doing that especially like if you learn a language whether it's Spanish or um, Italian or Mexican like you want to be able to like actually really live and breathe it and learn because there's all these like um there'd be expressions and pronouns and all these things that are intertwined. And so it's like you have to keep following those breadcrumbs. But with astrology specifically is that I think what I've loved so much about it is there's no end goal with it. And so like with everything I've chased in my life, whether it was in my corporate career or whether it was like with a certification or I was trying to get something else under my belt, there was always this end goal. And I'd get to that top of that mountain and I'd be like, is this it? And then with astrology, I, there's no end goal because it's a continual learning. Yeah. Learn something new every day. And I kind of like that because it keeps me on my toes. And well, I almost, it's always changing. Oh, <laughs> mate, seriously. I like just get a handle on something and then I'm like, oh, the energy shifting again because everything's yeah. cyclic. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to master this too. <laughs> And I think it's a perfect representation that life isn't linear. Like no. life changes all the time and energy changes all the time and we are energy and we've got to learn to be able to go with the flow with that. We can't just keep forcing ourselves to live in one little, you know, mode all the time and, you know, be on the go all the time and not allowing for the fact that these these factors impact how we live. We've got to lean into it, you know. Yeah. But, so where did your love of astrology come from? Oh yeah. Like I can tell you the moment. So like I had spent 10 years in learning and development. And so um, in my corporate career, I worked in the beauty industry and retail. And so I worked with a lot of different like tiers within a business model. So like um, with leaders within the business, like store managers um, and I was always facilitating or coaching in some capacity. And so human behavior and psychology was something I was always so interested in. Like, yeah, like why we do what we do and why like somebody, like you can teach the same concept to different people and some people it lands and other people it doesn't. And 
I was, when I was at Sephora, we used to, um, and I'd like been exposed to like disprofiling in the past, but I st- we started like really um, interjecting Disc it. This is a business. real corporate thing because I did oh, this yeah, totally. when I was working at, in finance. Like it was what they did with all the people leaders and then you had to do it with the staff. Like, yeah. 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 And um, I was like, obsessed with understanding people at that level but then I was also the girl that was asking you when you first started in the in HQ like um what's your star sign like tell me a little bit about like your natal chart or whatever and I had everyone downloading CoStar because CoStar had just become a thing then as well and so I was like following those breadcrumbs but it wasn't until I actually visited a psychic and I visited a psychic and she had an ephemeris and ephemeris gives you all key dates and can give you insights into astrology and a little bit on your chart. Now she wasn't an astrologer, but she said to me, she had asked me for my birth date and time. And she goes, she looked at me and she goes, you're a Virgo. Yeah. And I go, yeah. And she goes, Oh, you're fiery like this. And it was this one statement and it was because I had an Aries moon and I didn't know anything about it, but it prompted me to start looking at astrology beyond my star sign. And so I just kept following those breadcrumbs. And um, I think that the first time I met with my mentor, Narelle, so because I've been studying astrology like professionally the last three years because I didn't want to just read a textbook and start an Instagram page. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like people tend to do. I was like, how do I understand this so I can synthesize the information and also impart knowledge? And I just knew as soon as I met her and I had that first two hour session with her, I was like, holy shit. I can look at somebody's natal chart and get a really great understanding of all aspects of them. It's like a, it's like cheating really. I'm like, I'm looking at your blueprint of who you are and then I can create immediacy and connection with you quite quickly. And it's not because I'm trying to cheat the system. It's more, I can gain an understanding of you. So I love it because I've had this beautiful opportunity to get to know so many different people. And I have so much like, love and appreciation for human beings now of so like so many different personalities because I can gain an understanding of why people do what they do and not judge them now like I would judge them maybe prior because I would be like why aren't you like me like why aren't we vibing (laughs) and I think it's like you know it's obviously astrology was like your thing yeah how to unpack and understand people and it's you know I always say you know people are going to have that one thing that helps them understand people. And I think it's important that everyone knows what that thing is too. Like, you know, it could be astrology for one person. Maybe it is disc profiling for another person. I know quite a, know quite a few people that do that as um, a service, right? Like they're accredited disc profilers. Um, you know, there's people that are experts in human design and I love soul modes. Like when I found that, that was like my thing. I was like, I, have this, I understand this at my core, right? Um, and I just love that because I think I think everyone needs to have their kind of model of how they understand people <laughs> yeah. because it just makes life so much easier for you in your relationships with them and, you know, how you interact with them. And as a business owner, particularly business owners, if you're a coach, I'm always saying to any of my clients that are coaches, like, what's your kind of framework for human behavior? How do you unpack that? How do you understand people? 
Yeah. And I think this is like whether, you know, and I 100% agree with you. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's astrology, human design, personality profiling, whatever, is finding something that you resonate with, because I think this is something that people should be taught at schools. Like how do you communicate effectively with another human being? (laughs) We're not taught that. And so if this gives you a language to help you to show up as a better human being and also communicate effectively with somebody else, especially as a business owner, like it's a no brainer from my perspective. Yeah, definitely. So Astrology was never really your niche, yeah. like in what you did. So let's, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the practicality of how you use astrology, but I just would love you to kind of tell your story of that kind of evolution of how it became your niche. Because I remember you saying to me once you had resisted it for a little bit. Oh. And this is like such a common thing with people. And I've even felt it too, like, you know, I did the soul mode certification and I feel like I've even still got to really step into that part of me too. Um, So I'm kind of in the throes of that evolution, like living that evolution right now myself. I think it's such a great story for people to hear because so many people, it's the thing that they're resisting that is the thing that they actually need to lean into. A hundred percent, like beyond. And I think that why that happens is because, we love safety and security as human beings. And when yes, we play that it lizard safe, brain, <laughs> oh, yeah, brain. yeah, it's like comfort zone, baby. And, um, you know, coaching really is at the foundation, it's one of my pillars of what I do. Um, but it's not the only thing that I do. And when I first um, started as a coach, it was the first time I was starting a business. I actually started as an inner beauty and body coach. What even is that? Like, <laughs> What did that mean? <laughs> well, because I, I'd studied um, nutrition and fitness, I was trying to, I suppose, um, marry mind-body connection. And I was playing yeah. it safe because I loved health and fitness. Yeah. And so, and because I'd worked in the beauty industry and, you know, my coaching certification was like, you have to pick a niche. And I remember challenging them and going, but isn't everything mindset? Like, it doesn't matter what niche you pick. It's really a matter of perspective. And she was like, no. And I was like, mm, I think it's still mindset. Like, you can label whatever you want it to. You're really still helping to elevate and expand from that perspective. So I started there and then um, I don't even know what came after that, but I just kept following those breadcrumbs of like, I'm a coach. And then I kind of morphed into, never liked the word coach. I still have resistance around it, but I just think it's more because of the industry. It's not like a subconscious block. It's more because um, when, you know, and I'm sure you will, you've felt this too, like, because you've got such a wealth of experience, you're essentially teaching too. So whether it's strategy or you're actually giving insights about how somebody can be better, you're not just asking questions. Whereas a coach traditionally is just asking questions and not giving advice. And I like to shoot the shit and like add my two cents because I think it's important to give life experience. Um, But when I started studying astrology and my, um, and Narelle was like, mm, Christy, like this is one of your superpowers because you're here really yeah. to 
helped to heal others through the art of communication and like astrology, I got like that. Like I still do. It's like, I can look at it. I can synthesize it really quickly and then I can give perspective on it. But I was so resistant because I had been in this corporate world for so long. And because I am a Virgo, which is really practical, I love something that you can understand. It has to be black and white. And so if you were to say like psychology, I'm like, oh, I gravitate towards that because there's a science behind it. Whereas with astrology, it's still a pseudoscience. And so it's really up to interpretation and it's gray, which is so weird. But my last name is gray, but I yeah. always like dabbled in black and white. Yeah. And, and it was interesting because it was almost like astrology chose me because all of 2020, most of my business grew through astrology. But I still had so much resistance because I felt like it was too woo and people wouldn't take me seriously. And I resisted it all year, but most of my business came through that extension of my business. And it wasn't until I decided like around the new year, moving into 2021, that I shaved my head. I was getting, I wanted, I was like, I said to myself, I was like, get over yourself, Christy. Like astrology is your superpower. Why are you resisting it anymore? And I just was like, I'm stepping into this new year and I'm going to embrace every single part of astrology And as soon as I did that, my internal world changed. It wasn't like the external world changed, but it was interesting because I then saw a shift in my services. I then launched Astro Strategy, which has become like a signature service at KG. And I actually just was like, I'm going to step in and own it as a superpower. And just even having that mindset shift, that changed the game for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. So yeah, like I think the the thing that we're resisting the most is what we need to follow, but it also comes down to timing and having the courage. Yeah, you can't. But you do have to step into it. Like there comes a point you've got to go, yep, I'm going to step into this. Um, But you're right. Timing definitely plays into it, I think. Yeah. And um, having the courage to leave your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think, you know, that whole thing, you know, you've been working, you know, in your previous life, working in a PAYE job, and I came from a corporate background too, is, you know, there's so much of that is is so masculine and task-focused. And I feel like a lot of women in business where women are just different beings, we're different beings, where, you know, we've got that femininity about us and, um we see things if we see the world differently. And I feel like a lot of us have been boxed in for a lot of our life. And then we come into the business world and it's like, oh, we do have the freedom to have the voice we've always wanted to have. And it's amazing, but it's also terrifying at the same time. Yeah. Like, I think that I'd been in that masculine mode for so long and I also, um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't, nobody else would probably see this. Maybe this is the expectation I put on myself, but I think I was a little lazy in my corporate career. Lazy meaning I was climbing the corporate ladder, but I also wanted somebody to, to help to dictate my future for me too. Yeah. 
And it's in my natal chart, um, can be a little complacent because like, I'm just like, oh, I'm really good at what I do. And this role will get handed to me or this pay rise or whatever. And then it wasn't until I actually moved into business. I was like, um, holy shit. Okay. I can not only create my reality, I can create my future. And that's kind of scary because I was like, I was in a box before and now it's like, well, where the fuck's the box? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Where did my box go? I had this nice little what box here and now it's gone. What do I do? Do I like dance outside the box? Do I stay in the box? Do I create a new box? And that's um, been probably the, it's taken time. Like I started my business in October, 2018. I'm still a baby in this world. You know, it's only been a couple of years, but it's like, it's been the most challenging journey, but also the most rewarding, but I'm finally in a place where I'm like, oh no, I'm ready to own the box. <laughs> yeah. So now that you're owning the box, can you share with everyone, like, how do you use astrology with your clients? So what does that look like in terms of, you know, helping someone with their business? Yeah. There's two parts to that. First part is um, understanding your natal chart. You don't have to understand it, um, but it's more about knowing more about who you are. Um, I always say that astrology is validating intuitively what you already know. And so how I use that is, and a lot of the time when I'm working with people, they don't have a lot of questions. It's more a lot of confirmation, validation, because I'm giving them insights into them. And so depending on, because this is the thing with a natal chart, is you can go as deep as you want to. Most of the time, I'm only scratching the surface. And I think there's, again, it's timing's really important. It's not like, you know, when someone starts working with me, I'm going to like pull out their shadow wounds and like... Talk about like the trauma. Like that's the thing. You can you can see in a natal chart like what somebody's relationship like with their mom or their dad or the relationship they have with themselves. And and then that's it's not about me like uncovering somebody's deepest, darkest secrets. It's more about, okay, let's understand your primary archetypes, your sun, your moon, and your ascendant. Let's find a little bit about your personality and how can I join the dots for you so that you can start owning your superpowers so that you feel more confident to step into more of who you are. So there's that part to it. And I will always come back to a natal chart because a natal chart is where your superpowers are. This is the thing with astrology and anything that helps to give you um, more certainty, especially when it comes to the future. We get so caught up on our purpose. What's our North Star? Um, what's happening in the transits? I think that's really important. But if you can master the art of knowing who you are in a high vibrational state, you're literally then showing up as your best self, the highest version of yourself, your highest self, whatever you want to call that. And when you do that, that is going to impact all aspects of your life. So yeah, sure, you can understand the transits. That's the second part to it, right? Is I help people understand the flavor of the season that they're in like what's actually happening for them because then that gives them an each on how they can best work with the energy because it's not just about knowing who you are when you have more understanding of what's happening in the world around you again it's giving you insight as we can play to win right? This is what I do with astrology. Every astrologer has a theme. Mine's the exploration of self. But in addition to that, it's like, I want you to gain an edge so you can play to win at life. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, that whole, you know, understanding themselves better, because it's oftentimes when you'll say to someone, like, you know, if you say to someone, what are you called values or something like that? Most people don't know what to say, right? Or if you say to someone, describe yourself in five words, it's like, what? 
Like, what do you mean? You know, because particularly for women and, you know, a lot of, you know, women in like 30s and 40s would understand this as well is that, you know, I know I definitely grew up in an era where it was like, this was the mold of the little girl that you needed to be. This is the mold of the teenager you needed to be. And this is the mold of the young adult that you needed to be. So you were always trying to fit into this mold of this version of who you were meant to be in society, right? Which was handed down by your parents, you know, society as a whole, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so a lot of the time us women, and because we are the nurturers, we have children, you know, it's it's in our job, to, it, like our actual biological makeup, to look after other human beings and put other people before us that we sometimes cannot describe and understand ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to because we feel like it's selfish we feel like it's self-indulgent we feel like we're being um we're not being a good mother or a good wife or a good friend to focus on ourselves and understand ourselves that well that because yeah you know because we've just had all this pressure to just fit a mold for most of our lives so that whole, under, you know, exploration of self to show up as your best self is something that most women I find have, have not been able to do in their life to date. And it's also like the last thing we do, like we put yeah. that on the last, like on the end of our to-do list. And I've noticed this lately. It's like, um, especially with business, right? It's like, because there was so many grants like floating around in 2020 as well. So you've got, for anyone listening, you know, all the copywriters out there were having a blast. So were the web developers and all that. And sure, like even with business, I think of you can have all the, this knowledge and all these things, but if you don't, if you don't put yourself first, understanding yourself and filling your cup first, well then... How are you going to show up as the best version of yourself? Yeah, exactly. And then so because you were talking about natal charts, so for anyone who's like got no idea about astrology, so your natal chart is basically like um, that kind of astrological blueprint that comes from the moment you were born. So it's like the date, the time, where you were born, like location, all that stuff, yeah? Yeah, so it's a map of the planets in the sky at the exact time you were born. And that's why it's really important to get your time right um, or have a time window at least because I can work back from that because a natal chart moves every four minutes like the, like the stars in the sky are always moving. And so the closer you can get to that time, if you don't have the accurate time, it's giving you insight into exactly where you're at. And I actually have um, a really rad sales coach I work with and um, she didn't have her time right initially and when we first started working together and then we're working with on astro strategy this year and she now has the right time and it's just changed everything because it, it's almost given us a completely different direction by having the right time so yeah it's and with a natal chart um, and this might you know this might sound really overwhelming, but it's not when you've got the right person sharing insights with you, is that we have planets, we have zodiac signs, and we have, we have houses in a natal chart. And then the aspects are how everything's talking or connected yeah. together. And the best way for me to explain it is think of the planets like a type of movie. Is it um, Miss Congeniality or is it Pulp Fiction, right? The planet's yeah. going to dictate the flavor. <laughs> um, and then think of the zodiac 
zodiac signs like the characters in your movie? Is it Cardi B or is it Beyonce? (laughs) And um, think of the houses, like the scenes in your movie. Is it the beginning, the middle or the end? And so like when you have, say, your son, which is your star sign, it's like the CEO of who you are. Say, for instance, your son is placed in the ninth house and the ninth house represents travel and philosophy. Well, you're probably going to have an adventurous spirit. Now, if you also have your son, we'll say your son is in Libra because you're a, you're a Libran, um, you're all going to, you're going to be about like, it's a, it's an ear sign. It's all about fairness and harmony. It's about um, making sure that um, people are they've got justice in their lives and that you are going to be like the mediator for that. You're going to want them to have a a good life. And you're also going to want to play that part in that in a really beautiful diplomatic way. Um, And so it's like just putting the pieces of the puzzle together so that you can, yeah, you can really go as deep as you want to. Yeah, cool. So what is like, just to give some sort of you know, context around the impact that working like this can have on someone. Have you got like a a big aha moment that one of your clients has had or a story or something that, you know, is quite impactful that you can share? Yeah. So I have this beautiful um, client who's also become my friend who I've worked with for the last 12 to 18 months. And it started with an astrology unlocked session. Then we were doing forecast astrology. Then she um, decided to do my course, which was Own Your Magic. She then joined my membership. Like it's one of like those diehard clients that, yeah. <laughs> that is we just love like- diehard clients. They're just the bomb, aren't they? Like they follow you. Every, I have people come to me. I might not have heard from them for a bit and then they come and join my membership and they message me and they go, you can't get rid of me. And I go, I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that I can't get rid of you. But it's the best because you get to know them on this really intimate level. And I don't know, I just love it. And I think that um, what I've loved is that she is such a self-directed learner. Like she's one of those people. She's a Leo. She has a Leo stellium in her chart and Leos have this beautiful big heart and they give so freely to others, but in return, they want that adoration reciprocated. And so she'll show up and do the work, which I love because I'm always like, I'm, I love working with the people that actually want to like, okay, I'm ready to like change the world type shit, even if it's in their world, which is, you know, no, no matter how big or small and my biggest aha moment was with her we were like halfway I had like a six-month membership called Magnify and we were about three months in and what I was doing was dropping content on a monthly basis to actually give the everyone in there insights into the zodiac month and also um, what energy was at play for the month ahead so it was like this really beautiful intimate level of like astrology but blended with life strategy and I'll never forget is that I had just dropped the content for the month and um, there's always some prompts and exercises to get people to you know find out more about themselves. And she had this massive aha moment around relationships, what she actually needed in a relationship to feel safe and secure. Um, And then also too, what she was seeking in partnership because she gives so much to others as a Leo. But for me, the why I'm sharing this moment now is she had been able to read her natal chart, not just from like a sun, moon and ascendant piece. She had actually synthesized her chart with some key outer planets, how they were like aspecting the inner planets. So 
that was the light bulb moment she had, but she was the one that had done the work. I hadn't read her natal chart and go, this is what you need. And so then I had this aha moment going, oh yeah, I'm at a place now where not only am I empowering her through astrology, it's now this domino effect in her life where she's actually starting to learn how to read her own chart and imagine how much that's impacting her. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's cool. And I think like, you know, you know what it's like as a coach, there's going to be different types people will do different things with with what you teach them and like I'm definitely one of those people and I've said this to you each time we've met is I have no desire to be an astrology expert but I love tapping into your energy for it like I'm happy I'm happy with that like I'm not going to sit and analyze my natal chart but I will take everything that you've said and I'll refer back to it and if something happens I'll go oh hang on there was something in that report that Christy sent me (laughs) I'll go back to it and and I am understanding the lingo a little bit more but um it's cool that, you know, with she obviously was that diehard client as well, that it's gotten to the point it's not only just like you downloading it to her, she's now taken it to that next level and is using everything that you've shown her to do it herself. Yeah. yeah. And it's like and as a coach, that's like so awesome when a client does that, by the way. Like you just go, yes, you have this little, oh, I changed someone's life. So good. <laughs> well, I love it because she doesn't want to be an astrologer. But like, it's like, she's doing that for herself. But then if I think of like, when we're connecting, as I know you're really cerebral and when you have a lot of air in your natal chart, you need to think, you need to process. And I love that. Like, I actually love that just as much that I can still see that you're connecting the dots when I'm sharing astrology insights. And I also remember like last time we connected, I was like, oh God, I said to you, I think I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I like tend to get really excited and I share like so much. And I was like, holy shit, probably some of it's gone right over the top of your head, but I love that you still take things, run with it. And then you loop back to me and you're like, oh my goodness, like this is how this showed up. And it's good because that allows me to connect the dots because sometimes I might see something and I like think it's one thing, but actually it shows up in another way, but it's still related to the planetary action that's happening in your chart. Oh, it's like when you try to, you know, call in anything, it's, the way you think something's going to go down is not the way that it goes down most of the time. And you've got to be open to like looking at it from a higher level view and going, oh, okay, righto. So that was how that was meant to happen. Yeah. And that's why I always say like I'm not. A bit of letting go of control there, which some of us aren't that good at as well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh myself included, like I can be a real control freak, but you have to kind of surrender to it. It's like when shit hits the fan, because it does, we are presented with challenges and adversity all the time. Um, But it's like, okay, that's when I normally go, What like especially with my own life as well, I probably tend to read other people's charts more than my own. But when kind of I feel like I'm in the pit of the rock bottom, (laughs) I'm like, okay, let's have a look at my chart, see what's getting activated. And it gives you an understanding of, okay, here's this language around what's happening in my life. And then you go, okay, well, how can I use this energy to my advantage so it doesn't have to be perceived as something negative? And you flip that script. And I think that as soon as you accept that and then you release it, you surrender to it, it just means things are so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You've got to, it's like, it's, you know, even with soul modes, right? It's like, okay, I'm in this mode, just surrender to the fucking mode. You know, I'm in bear mode. I don't want to talk to people. I'm not going to talk to people. That's cool, man. I'm in super mode. I want to get shit done. Just let me get shit done. You know, (laughs) 
it, you know, it's that surrendering to the energy that you're in or the energy that's around you. It's mm. just easier. Yeah. It's easier. So, and to me, I'm all about making things easier. <laughs> I'm, I'm nearly 42. I've got a budding teenager. I've had enough life experience. I've got way too much going on in my life. I'm all about leaning into it, you know, in, in a way that's going to make, just make life easier. <laughs> and and when you, you know, fight it, it's just too hard. Oh, totally. It's like pushing shit up a hill. It's like, yeah. you know. But we've you been just, taught to do that, right? We've been yeah. taught to push it up a hill with all that, you know, put your big belt girl panties on and just do it anyway and feel the fear and do it anyway and just take action and, you know, all this, you know, mumbo jumbo that's been sprouted by the personal development industry and coaches and that for how many freaking years um, you know, we've been taught to do that, you know, you know, you know, what, what's that, what was that saying? Like have, have a teaspoon of cement and suck it up, oh, you know, like all that sort of stuff, you know, it's what we've been taught to do. So we haven't been taught to, or been given permission or allowed ourselves permission to go with the energy that we're presented with. We've been taught to put on our big girl pants and just do whatever the thing is that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, instead of, and look, and there are times where that needs to be happened. Like, you know, as a mum, geez, there are times you, fuck, I've got to feed those kids every day. I can't avoid it. Right. They need to eat. So <laughs> it's like, but there's some days you don't feel like it. And there's some days you don't want to do things a certain way. And it's, it's like, there's 10 ways you can skin a cat. So in terms of making dinner for your kids, you can either do it in one way that goes with the energy that you're in, or you can do it in another way. So like if, if I'm in bear mode or don't feel like it or whatever, then an egg on toast is a perfectly acceptable dinner. Eggs got protein, a bit of carbs, they're fine. But if I'm in, you know, sparkle mode or another mode where I'm more interested in, you know, having this beautiful, lavish meal for my children, then I'll get into that and I'll make this made from scratch farm to table freaking meal where, you know, everyone just loves it sort of thing. But we don't always feel... Like that's leaning into the energy, right? You can still get the shit done, but lean into the right energy of the moment that you're in. Oh, totally, totally. And I think too, like you can't be perfect all the time. Like I was thinking when you were sharing those, um, so, like the with soul modes, right? It's like you, if you are in beer mode, for example, I'm, you know, I haven't read the book yet and I can't wait to have this conversation with you because we're going to be talking yeah. about it. So we won't talk too much about it because this is about astrology today, but yeah. I'm just kind of relating that energy thing to how I would relate it to tasks and stuff, you know, like leaning into your energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that's obviously you're hibernating. So it's the same too. Like if you've got a ton of activations happening in your chart where it is like slow down, take a breath, yeah. rest. It's like accept that and be okay with that and know that like everything, the season will pass. And it's funny because sometimes like, and this is where, and I'm only just, it's really been since our second session, I've felt this myself is um, the things that you've said, I've had this innate knowing of it anyway, but it gave me permission to follow that innate knowing, which I, I guess is sometimes the missing piece. A lot of that comes down to, you know, women just getting on with the shit that we need to do um, all the time. And one of those was um, you had said to me, uh, don't overload 
your diary or don't overbook yourself or something like that in the, in the next month. Um, you need space to do things. And up until that moment, I'd had this innate feeling of I need to clear more space in my diary. I'm, I, you know, I, I need to have more space. I didn't know why. I just knew that I had that knowing that I had to have it. And when you said it, I was like, fuck, yeah, awesome. So <laughs> I like fully went and changed the booking times on my online calendar and like cancelled things that I didn't want to do and made space. And then I was saying to you before we hit record, you know, there's this part coming up in my natal chart, which is, you know, meant to be quite big. And I said to you, I feel like I'm not that I'm a gardener, but I can only relate it to like cultivating the soil and getting things ready for that. Almost like I'm in hibernation now, waiting for spring sort of thing. And it was like that innate knowing. And it was, it was after you said it, and I hadn't thought about it again, but I was, it was just the last couple of days. I'm like, yeah, this is, I feel like this is that time before that time happens. It's like, you know, that the animals know to do that. Yeah. Oh, in our natural state. And imagine if you didn't have that knowledge, what could potentially happen. And I know this happened for me is then you feel guilty and then you're like questioning, like what's going on? Like, Oh, why am I feeling this? Oh no, I need to be hustling. I need to be doing. And then there's like, you don't, you don't give yourself permission to right? or it might take you longer to give yourself permission. And then you miss opportunities because you're so busy trying to force something to happen that's not the right time and you miss those little gold gems of opportunities that come your way. Ah, You're not open to it because you're too busy trying to hustle on all the other shit you were told you were meant to do. Yeah. It's like you have to create space for serendipitous moments. You have to create space for the magic. And I think what can happen is if you have a tough month as a business owner or, you know, especially or if you're a busy mom and then you go get into that scarcity mindset and like, I've got to hustle, I've got to keep doing, I've got to, you know, keep moving forward. But then you're absolutely right. Like, you've got no space for those opportunities or those North Star and like North Node activations that can happen yeah. in your natal chart, which are like your lucky days or the times when some, it's all about new beginnings. And that's the other part to when you get these activations is with new beginnings, you have to let go of something before you can make space for the new. And what happens when you don't let go or you just keep like looking at something through tunnel vision, you miss it altogether. Yeah. Totally. So where would you suggest, so if someone's listening today and they're like, okay, I want to start having a look into this, where do you suggest they start? Yeah. So I always say like download an app um, or book an astrology session or start looking at three key things. These are your primary archetypes. Um, Look at your sun, your moon and your ascendant. And the reason I say that is because your sun is representative of life goals. It's the CEO of who you are, thanks to pop culture. We all know our star sign, which is your sun (laughs) sign. Um, We love validating ourselves through that, but that's actually what we're here to grow into. Um, We don't come into the world as our sun sign. Well, we do, but we don't. We actually come into the world as our moon sign and our moon is our emotions. It's how we seek safety and security in the world. It's the feminine part of who we are, whereas the sun is masculine. And so we're, especially as women, we're far more our moon because we're quite emotive. We leave with our, lead with our heart. And so start exploring that. And then your ascendant is 
the best way for me to explain this, it's a placement on a natal chart. It's not a planet. And at the time you were born, if your mum looked out to the most eastern part of the horizon, there would be a zodiac sign in the sky. And that's a constellation. And that's how you come into this world. Your ascendant is related to purpose and joy. It's how you present to others. And knowing your primary archetypes and exploring those will help you to gain even more of an understanding of just your star sign. So a lot of people I work with, they might go, oh, like I, I feel like I'm some of the traits of my star sign, but not everything resonates with me. And it's because there's an infinite amount of combinations in a natal chart yeah. and you're way more than your star sign. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, you know, if you just read the astrology in the newspaper on a Sunday, which is where now I'm showing my age here, where I would pull out the star signs in the Sunday newspaper and read them every single week, um, you would read them and go, oh, that doesn't sound like me because it's, it's just that one, it's one little interpretation, right? And it would, it's even like in magazines. I don't, haven't bought a magazine for God knows how long, but when I used to buy like Dolly and all those things when I was young, I'd go straight to the star signs. But then sometimes yeah. I'd be like, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Because it's not just all about the you're a Libran, you're a Virgo, you're a Taurus or whatever. It's the other parts of it that are yeah. make up all of you. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like, you can download an app like CoStar. Like, I love that. I always recommend that as a resource for people starting out. Another one is the pattern. Um, but with the pattern gives you information, but it's less astrology lingo, whereas CoStar is more astrology lingo, but it's still AI. And so what happens is the information be, can be quite repetitive. And then people then go get really confused by that. But that's the thing, because with transits is sometimes you might have a transit for a few months. So that's why the information is going to be repetitive. And then if you don't have an understanding of you, it can be harder to decipher. So I always say, start learning a little bit more about your primary archetype types, you know, what zodiac sign they're in, and that will help to give you some perspective. Yeah. And obviously that's exactly what you help people do yeah. yourself. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So where can everyone find you on the internet? Yeah. So I am at christygray.com. I hang out on Instagram most, which you can find me at christygray underscore, underscore, underscore. How sad is that? I don't even get a Christy Gray because it's already taken. I didn't get Stacey Marie and oh. I had to do Ms. Stacey Marie underscore. So <laughs> come on, Instagram. Let <laughs> like all these a- accounts that don't like, don't use their accounts, get rid of their names. Oh my God. So some of I us know. can take them. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Wish it was Christy Gray, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. That's where I hang out most. And yeah, I would love like anyone listening to this, like, please like send me a DM, send me like some insights based on like what we've been talking about today. I yeah. love like, I'm always in the DMs. <laughs> and like, honestly, just if nothing else, just go follow Christy because you give so much away just on your Instagram in terms of like updates and what's going on and new moons and full moons and what's happening at this time frame. Like you give heaps away on um, your socials in general. And I know uh, obviously from working with you, it's just that extra awesome layer underneath it all once you take that extra step too. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. 
Thank you so much for having me. I love this conversation and it's been so fun talking about astrology and sharing insights because I think that everybody should have access to this information and like I hope that I've been able to like dangle a little carrot in front of everyone today and um, get them excited. For sure. All right. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.